The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Welcome, 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 welcome to Hanging with the Boys. You're looking at a shot of the Tostitas Plaza. It's a beautiful day out there, 66 degrees. Yes. Kind of clear, nobody out and about, though. But I am Kurt Daniels, feeling in once again in the big boy chair for our man Jesse Holley, who's out and about. We hope to get him on video later. We're trying to get that hooked up. But I'm joined, as always, by the main man, three-time Super Bowl winner, six-time Pro Bowler, our guy Nate Newton. Bro, we finna... We finna do some damage, we? man. We finna do some damage. You uh, and me or the Cowboys on the Sunday? Cowboys on Sunday, okay, man. Okay, good, good. Uh, and I know this is all about our offense today and their defense. And uh, no, we can go wherever you want. Yeah, man. man I, I'm just excited. Uh, do we have a computer today? Uh, we 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 gonna miscommunicate on that today, Chris. Are uh, we we are we going with them at all, Chris? Chris trying to get Jesse. Yeah, trying to get Jesse for okay. All right, we can do him. You know. Yeah, yeah. Man on there. I can get computer if you want. Yeah, Yeah, because we don't want to knock Jesse off to get computer on, and I think computer will understand. Yeah, I'm I'm working on Jesse right now. Okay, but where do you want to? Now you got to finish up with the braille, and they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, uh, (laughs) you know, the sports equivalent to braille. Braille, People feel us. When we speak. Yeah, okay. Now, what's the commercial? How's your mentals and dentals? (laughs) My mentals and dentals is good. (laughs) All right. We are brought to you by Wingstop. Yeah. Flavor gets its wings. Yes, it does. Maybe someday I'll get all this right. Yeah. I doubt it. Hopefully, Jesse will be back to handle these these things because I'm certainly not doing it very well. Yeah, but where do you want to go with it, man? I mean, seriously, brother, because. Where do you want to? Let's see. Okay. This is a question that's being raised quite a bit, and I want to get your take on it because you've obviously been there, done that before. So the the, uh, geniuses at the NFL have scheduled this game, whereas San Francisco's got two extra days of rest. They played on Saturday. Cowboys played on Monday. In fact, by the the time the uh, 49ers were done on Saturday, it was 48 hours before the Cowboys kicked off on Monday night. And they had it's almost so two and it's almost like two and a half days because yes. Cowboys had to travel back. It was late. On top of that, this will be the 49ers' third straight home game. It'll be the Cowboys' third straight road game. Right, and they're going from wow. the East Coast to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a big factor in it? The, uh, no, and yes. No to the fact that, yes, it will be a big factor because even to the little minute things of of you're not letting guys play because we didn't want to see, and I'm talking about the schedule, mm-hmm. how you said, hey, we're going to make both two teams play on Saturday or two teams play on Sunday so they'll play all – they have to play their players mm-hmm. the majority of the game. You've, all, you, you've, you've made it where players can take – X amount of days off because you're concerned about uh, being fair. You made it where everybody can have Thursday football when it was only the Cowboys doing Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. everything can be fair. 
Now you come into the playoffs, and only one team's supposed to have the edge. That is one team in each division, uh, each conference, that has the best record. Right. Everything else just stay fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, two, what two days could have done for a lot of our players over there to rest? Uh, we, what if we had two days uh, with Javon Curse, who just hurt his knee? You know, and, and now it's an iffy thing. But if he had two days rest, man, we wouldn't even be thinking about it. Yeah. And yeah. so that that rest factor plays a, a part when you're talking about maybe getting a play a player back or not getting a player back. Yeah. It's just Kinda bothers like me. Yeah. his knees. Yes. You know, he heard it banged up his knee at the right. end. You know? Now, but me, far as a player, I don't care. Hmm. You know, when it's time to ball and I got a chance to go – Get some revenge <laughs> on a team that you felt that you were better than last year. I thought we were equal or better than than the 49ers in a lot of ways last year, and you didn't come out and be physical enough. Yeah. Now you are saying from the players that I've listened to and the interviews that I listened to, these players are ready. It's like now that we got the Bucks out of the way, like a Bucks was just a a, 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 a a fly, a flea in the room, you know, that was irritating them. <laughs> yeah. And now that you got that irritation out of the way, this is the true people who you. I mean, do you get that feeling from the, from that side of the house over there that they're that more, this is who they've been waiting on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would think that they would definitely want some revenge. In yes, this. yeah, and, yeah, and so uh, I. I that that's when it bothers me. It's like the league can say, "Oh, we want to be fair. We want to keep it right," but and it's also a curse of this star. Hmm. It's yeah. also a, yeah. you you are uh, a household name. You, you you know you you like some 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 of these soap operas or some of these uh, uh, dramas and hits and miniseries. That's who you are. People <laughs> want to see. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the numbers on that Monday night football game, but I I bet a oh. lot of people didn't meet, didn't miss the opening kickoff. Yeah, it had to be one of the highest rated, if not the highest rated. Yeah, it was so, thirty million. Thirty yeah. million. Wow. So it was the highest um, football game on ESPN since nineteen ninety nine. So wow. When, when even when they was setting this up, you know, when we were talking about it as a as a team over there with Isaiah uh, Church and. And and Caden Gates and then Kyle and all of those guys, I, I'm like, why are y'all discussing? I, I didn't say anything. I'm looking. At, I'm like, why are y'all discussing this? What game gets the most views? That's where the Cowboys were playing. <laughs> That's true. Now, I'm, I'm just being. It's just like a Twitter. It's just yeah. like the likes and all of that. What what? Uh, and Mr. Jones is not gonna have a problem with it. No, you no. Know? I mean, uh, Stephen may have a problem with it. Uh, a will or, or or the coaches may have a problem. Sure, the coaches do. Yeah, but Mr. Jones ain't gonna have no, a problem with no, it. No, he's got no problem at all. But but it was a Monday night game. You got back Tuesday, late, late. But the thing is, uh, you got a, it was a year ago, but you got film on them. Mm. And one thing about this team here is not gonna be hard to find. Yeah. They are they are who they are. They are a team that can score, but everything they do plays to the strength of their defense. Yeah. Everything they do makes sure it takes care of their defense. Yeah. And so, All right, before we jump into the defense, um, Chris, did you say you had Jesse online? 
Yeah, I oh. do. Can you see us? Can you hear us? I can see him. We can see him, yeah. I can, can you hear me? I should be yeah. there loud and clear, baby. Can yeah. you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 Look at you. Where are you, sir? What's Man, I am in uh, I am in the, in the barrios of Colombia. Oh Lord! <laughs> uh, you, you you guys know I love I love my my missions trips and my and my and my opportunity to give back. So I'm here again and uh, just just trying to make the world a better place, one one country and one city at a time. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know if you heard any of our conversation about the Cowboys. You know, they're... I heard all of it. What are your thoughts on is this rest factor going to play a big part in the game? Yeah, you always want to have that. But I think, you know, to Nate's point earlier, if you're looking for motivation to go out and play the San Francisco 49ers in a divisional round that can get you to a place that you want to get to, you know, you're not thinking about that. You know, it's yeah, you can talk about we we as the media pundits can talk about the disadvantage advantages of going out there and playing. But this team is 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 very familiar with short weeks. This team is very familiar uh, with playing in limited days. It's been that way since the beginning of time, going back to, you know, uh, when they started playing on Thanksgiving. And, and we've we've dealt with that in many different factors. So if there's any team that is built good enough uh, to understand the, the change of the schedule and the kind of having that one day less, it's the Cowboys. So um, they know how to handle it. They know what to do uh, because we've done it. We've done it for many, many years. Veteran guys in this team have done it who had 12, I mean, uh, um, three games in 12 days, three games in 11 days. Uh, they've done that before. They, they, they know what it's like to turn around after playing a tough game and go out there playing another tough game. So for for us, it's great fodder and it's great conversation for us to have. And it's, you know, it's those things that we can debate uh, when, we, when we have to have topics for the players. It's all about being locked in on, on the matter at hand, you know. Uh, you know, coming back late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. And I remember we we played at uh, I forgot what we played. We had a short week, and I remember guys coming back, getting in that night. We went and stopped and got some chicken, and was right back at Valley Ranch in the cold tub, in the hot tub, in the film room, getting our preparation ready, and our body ready to take on that next challenge. That very you know couple days from there. So th- these players, um, they 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 understand it, they get it. Um, they're not thinking about. What we talk about a lot of times in the in the rest factor and all that kind of stuff, I think they're eager to get back out there in the field and and continue that dominant performance that they had this past weekend versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, that feeling that you have helps with the healing process. When you go out, you dominate a football team as they did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they want to get back to work. They want to get back out there. And Nate, I think Nate's absolutely right. You want to right the wrongs of what the Niners did to you last year at home and uh, uh, and knock you out. Now you want to return the favor and go on the road and knock a really good football team out of the playoffs and see yourself and find yourself now in a place that you have not been since old Nate Newton was roaming the football fields yeah. for a Dallas Cowboys. Talking about the, the facing them again, I mean, in your day, there was a real hatred for for the yeah. Eagles, the Giants, even probably even the 49ers. In today's NFL, it doesn't seem like there's that – much animosity between teams but when you've got a situation like this does that just kind of ramp up everything even more Uh, definitely i mean these players uh these players saw the boom box last year everybody talked about the boom super gremlin yeah everybody you know even your even your your, the quarterback you know right next to the boom box you know uh (laughs) dancing or whatever i don't know what the young guys call it you know step into the music or whatever but 
I, I tell you, like it's right here. And then you you go out and, and make the gravest error I've seen in a while, uh, coaching to, and you give them the ball. Hey, man, I know y'all are bruisers. I know y'all are knockout artists. We're gonna give you the ball first. Ooh, so you're you don't you're yeah. not deferring this game, huh? Uh, n- no, no, no. The, you know what? You know I understand about strategy, but like the great Mike Tyson once said, "Is uh, it, it, you hey." It's all about the strategy until I put this right hand overhand right right <laughs> yeah. in the middle of your face. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Then what's the yeah, game everybody, plan? Everybody then? got a strategy until you get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and that's that's that is what makes uh, this game unique. Uh, both teams have winning records. Both teams, for the most part, has beat the teams they were supposed to beat. For the most part. Uh, the last game that both these teams played were good, hard, solid, and clean games. So now, uh, and Jesse, I'm going to throw this to you. Now I have hope, you know, and the hope they say hope ain't a strategy, but hope is what I believe in anyway. But now by us seeing a good, clean game by the Cowboys against an inferior team, and it, whether it's Tom Brady or not, they, they didn't have a good team. Right. And we beat them. Convincingly. Yeah. Now that gives you hope. And Jesse, are you on that same page with me or are you a little bit more little oh. wait and see mode? No, 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 no. I'm with you one hundred percent. And I think the Bucks game didn't have to do so much with it physically. I think I think when you look at it and you kind of reflect back on it, and let me do say this before I go on. Yeah. I do, you know, people want me to eat my crow because I know I picked the cow, I picked the bucks last week, so I stand here and eat my crow. I was absolutely wrong, um, and, and, and that's tell fine. them to move I'm, on, I'm, Jesse. I'm right, I'm wrong. <laughs> tell them, tell them to move yeah, on because we I'll, have. I'll, Let's go. This, this, yeah. this, this won't be the first. This won't be the last. But I think, I think the biggest hurdle with that was it wasn't the physical part of it. I think the Cowboys understood and knew, like you know what we're probably physically better than this football team. Like you, mm-hmm. they're eight, nine, we're 12 and five. We look better than them. It was the mental hurdle. That was the biggest thing that they had to get over of, boy, we haven't beaten Tom Brady in seven tries. He is the goat, this and that and the third. And so it was for them to, to get the mental hurdle overcome. And I think that has given a ton of hope and a ton, a ton of confidence to this Cowboy football team to not only go out there, it's one thing to go out there and, you know, if you went down and you beat them by a field goal or you beat them by one or two points, but to know that you went on the road where you haven't won in a long time against a GOAT who you have never beaten in those environments, in that situation, and put the smack down on a football team from start to finish, like there was a finish to that football game, that that to me has created some of the biggest hope to go along with the physical confidence that you've already had, the mental hope and confidence that we can kind of take on anybody now if we play the way that we played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you have to bring that level of focus, that level of sharpness, that level of of of, of just pristine uh, playmaking ability from both sides of the ball to go out and beat this football team. Because the competition only gets better each round that you go. All right. Let's take our first break here. And when we get back, I think we're going to get computer on if Chris can can manage to figure out that because I certainly can't. And let's start digging into this, uh, digging in a little bit more to the uh, 49ers defense, which that's a tough beast out there. Jesse said it. Mm -hmm. It gets better and tighter. I mean, better and better. All right, easy there. Okay. (laughs) Better and better. I'm sorry. I apologize. My mind was not there. I looked in your face and you lit up. I looked in your face. I'm like, what did I say wrong? All right, all right. Pastor Q, too. 
too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get wow. another call here. So okay, uh, we'll be right back uh, with with Nate's potty wow. mouth and the rest of I'm us. I'm sorry. Hang out with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket of great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Just steps away from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters in Frisco. Visit the Star District, your destination for excellent dining, premier shopping, and exciting events. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. I, I think that also, you know, there, there was a lot of people out here last Monday night checking out the yes, game. There's no yes. official game party that's going right. to be at the stadium, but if, you yes. want to, if you're up north this way and want a night out, a little dining and game, that, that sounds pretty good. So... Again, I'm Kurt Daniels. Nate Newton is with me here in the studio. Jesse is in uh, faraway parts south of here doing the good work. We are hanging with the boys. And Chris, are we going to go straight to computer? How do you want to do this here? Yeah, go ahead. Computer, sir, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. Yeah, you're feeling good. I told y'all that what the score was going to be, remember? I said, we're going to do it. It's going to be a blowout. I hear you. How's your minerals and dentals? My minerals and dentals is pretty good, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, man. Take, give us a rundown on the game right quick, like man. Let's get. To I, get I mean, I'm uh, like you said last week. It just it just amazing to me how everybody was saying last week that their secondary was back and their offensive line was going to be fixed, and how they had through that long those long passes against Carolina that our team wasn't going to have a chance. And then we right. go in there and whoop them, mm. and now it's like, oh man, it was an inferior team. It wasn't no inferior team last week. I didn't hear not one person say that's an inferior team we playing. I hear former Cowboy players on other shows like like hating. I'm like, come on, bro. I mean, if that's the way you feel, keep it to yourself. You don't tell the fans, man. <laughs> we don't pay you to tell you know, us. You know, you know, 
You know, computer, you you sound you sound way more confident this week than you did last week. I'm just gonna say that last week you, you sound you had a lot of doubt in your voice. You had a lot. So so you you can't tell people not to feel a. Last week you were doubting whether or not this was accomplished. This is this is able to be accomplished. You're right, but I but it's me. I'm a fan. I I, I don't I don't. I, I'm a diehard, you know. I'm, right. I, you know, I'm, I'm invested. They weren't crying when I was when Michael Irvin was crying on the sideline of Green Bay after he got hurt. Right. They felt every game. They weren't crying with me then. You know right. what I'm saying? They right. was nowhere to be found. I've been here for Jump Street ever since I came out. They put me in a cowboy thing. <laughs> so I've been riding nice. with them ever since. I... So, are you feeling good about this weekend then? Yeah, I'm feeling good about this weekend because see, my whole the way I look at it, I look at it the way Nate looked at it. Nate said it's a building process. You know what I'm saying? If we don't be able to get past these rocks, that means we got to go fix that middle and and fix the middle on the other side and make sure we're going to be strong enough to up to, to withstand the, the pound. I don't think anything. I think that's going to be our only problem. If we can if we can stop the run, like like you said, Hank has played like one of them big boys that played in them games, you know, like like Chris Jones or whatever. But I'm what I think is going to happen. Now this is my personal opinion. This is what I feel in my gut. This is how I feel. I feel like we can, since we got past that one, we're going to whoop these wrestlers come Sunday. Then the Giants gonna beat the Eagles. We gonna come home, gonna have, gonna have to have home field advantage. Gonna beat the Giants and go to the Super Bowl. Had to play that crazy ass Chris Jones who don't like that because that's the girl. That's the only thing I'm scared of. I swear to God, that's the only thing that makes me nervous. I don't want to go there and lose that rap. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Because somebody mad because somebody took a girl from a long time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, come on, man, let that go, bro. Don't play hard against us. Play like you do against everybody else. But so, Jesse, what do you think gonna happen this weekend? I, I, the way that the Cowboys performed last week, it gives me encouraging hope that they can go out there and, and go toe-to-toe with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm, I'm still working through all of my thoughts and all of my feelings to give the prediction, but I do like the Cowboys. If that team showed up that went to Tampa Bay, travels to the West Coast, I like their chances a lot. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if that, if that, besides that team, if that attitude travels to like, I'm mad and, and peed off because they were listening. They finally got mad like everybody else be mad at us when we play somebody. So hopefully they had that same anguish against San Francisco because San Francisco has been talking cash money stuff before the game last year, after the game last year, through the offseason, them players was commenting on players. Even when that guy hurt, one of them said something, one of them defensive linemen over there said something crazy. So they, they got it. We got a lot of pent up animosity against them guys over there. So hopefully all that come out, and that was the first time Dak came out and showed the world that he could play. It was at San Francisco, wasn't it? Yeah. One of that preseason game? I think it was was it San Francisco or Seattle. I don't know. It was over there on the West no, Coast somewhere. No, the Seattle game was, was when he got hurt, but then he came out and threw that, that fade to that corner, that back shoulder fade. I think that was San Francisco. They played them that next week. So what, so, what, so what worries you the most, that number one defense or that those those skilled players of, uh, you know, you got Debo Samuel, got McCaffrey. Which, which side of that football worries you, you know, most? That, that, they put their pants on just like us. Ain't, <laughs> ain't, ain't like they ain't like this Ray Lewis or, 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 or the doomsday defense over there. They, you know, they, they defensive coordinator, he got a lot of anguish on his face. He trying to like he's mad all the time and stuff, whatever. But one thing about it, like Mike Tyson said, once you hit somebody in the mouth, you mm. see how they're going to act. So they ain't ever got hit in their mouth. And see, so, you, know, you want to talk about all the more, like, McCaffrey, you hit him too hard, he'll break, so we need to go and put a 
let Donald Wilson go, lay the, lay, the, lay the hammer on him, sit him over there, make him sit down somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stick Debo too, go and hit him in his mouth too, because ain't nobody scared of them boys. Uh, yeah. Ain't nobody going to fall about them cowboys? Right. so great. He the one. He the one lost that Super Bowl against the Patriots. All right, well, uh, <laughs> hey, we got to get out of here, man. It's because we up against it. What, 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 what? You want to give us a prediction now? You want to text it in to our boy Chris Beam and no, later I'm not, in the week? We gonna, I, I don't know what the score gonna be. Okay, but I, we gonna win. That's it. Like, I love to hear like, that. And see, Jesse, like you said last week, I was sad because I thought something was going on with this new girl up in day, but everything cool. Then she called me right before the game Sunday and wished me luck, <laughs> and we won that game, and everything Ooh. good. Oh, you better keep, you know things, better keep like, things right, then. Like, keep things Sunday, right for this Sunday, game. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday's her birthday, so I'm kicking with her while I watch the game. Ooh, all, right. Right. Ooh, all, all right. right. Well, yeah. thank you, computer man, all for right, calling man. in, man. Yeah, all I appreciate right. y'all, too, man. You know, like I said, we done got past this first step, man. This is this is our second year with this coaching staff, and we try to keep everything together. We just, you know, the 49 they've had eight, nine years to build this team. They got We've only had two to build ours. Okay. So y'all fans out there remember that when y'all try to jump on this staff and stuff like that and talk about how great the 49ers is, they had a head start. They had they had two win seasons to get all them first rounds they got. We ain't never had no bad luck like that, but we've been able to stack play with all them first rounds. Then they trade their whole draft for McCaffrey. So if they don't win the Super Bowl, we got them because they ain't going to be able to re-up next year no way because they ain't got no draft picks. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right, man. We got to roll. We got to roll. So Let's thank you, roll. computer. Yes, sir. Peace. Talk to you next Cowboys. week. All right. Man, he's he's got it. Yeah, he's yeah, got he's, it, man. man. You talk about hey, it. hey, hey, Chris. Can you play? Can, is it against the rules for us to play? How about them boys? Is it against the rules or we can't play that? We don't have the right. Huh? 100% against the rules. Oh, man, how about them boys, Jesse? How about them boys? You had them boys in Columbia hollering at? How about them boys? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to get them to say it in Spanish. I hear you, bro. That's right. As long as they repeated. say it, man. I love – yeah, I love Computer and his confidence. But boy, he remember when he called in last week? Yeah, you had to get on him a little bit. The pep. Yeah, he started off the slow. The pep wasn't yeah. in his voice yeah. this week. Like, it, yeah, last week he was a little bit weary. This week they got to win, and now he's just walking out. He walking crotch first in that thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> now he's ready to go. Hey, uh, man. Yeah, all right. Now, real quick before we take our next break, just in general, I mean, this – 49ers defense was number one in both points allowed and yards allowed. They've got three all pros on that defense. I mean, we're, you know, Tampa Bay wasn't bad. They got a pretty good set of linebackers. They're a pretty good team, front, big front line. But this is a different beast, right? Uh, my friend, because this thing is led by none other than uh, Nick Bosa. And then you got, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Eric, uh, Erica King, uh, Armstead? Those guys can play Javon Kinlaw. All of these guys cover up real well for uh, Fred Warner and uh, Dre Green Greenlaw. They they got people that mm-hmm. y- you see in the game. Just to tell you, you see them. They play their gaps well. Now you you can have success against them, but it seems like the longer they remind you of the old school running backs. You know, mm-hmm. the longer the game go, the more intense they get, the more focused and locked down they get. They make little tweaks with their defensive coordinator, and man, it's just like the game. They just start squeezing their life out of you, and that is where I think the uh, looking at this. Uh, uh, the Seahawks, the Seahawks thought they could run with them. Yeah. And for a little while, they was doing it offensively. But it's like defense just kept tightening down, mm. giving the offense, and they had just two turnovers. And those two turnovers were big. Yeah. They were huge, and they it just helped uh, solidify the game. When, you, when you're talking about tightening them down, is, is that 
because they're so physical, they're just wearing guys oh, yes, out? Yes, sir. Uh, Jess, Jess, you looked at a little bit of them yet? Yeah. Yeah, what, what have you seen so far with that front yeah. seven, man? Yeah, I took it as take the intensity of Micah Parsons and sprinkle that throughout their entire defense. Yeah, yes, good at analogy. Times, it feels it, it feels like they have 13 guys on the football field because everybody has that extreme lining up where you're supposed to be, but that. they get right. they get to the football. Nope. They take care of the breaking up. Yeah, they take care. Let's go into this break right quick right. and come back and get some more, Kurt. Okay, yep. Yeah, we'll, uh, get Jesse that, right. This this segment was uh, brought to you by Blockchain. Um and I guess wing stop before gets his wings. So uh let's take a break. We'll see if we can hook back up with Jesse. Yeah. We've got Nate here. I'm Kurt Daniels. We'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back on hanging with the boys. I'm Kurt Daniels, joined in studio here with Nate Newton. Jesse is in uh, parts unknown, sitting in. A, this is how dedicated Jesse is. He is uh, sitting in a hut somewhere, surrounded by jungle, <laughs> down in South America, Colombia. Fighting off who knows yeah. what to just bring us his, his 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 bring us the gospel. So appreciate you coming on. I'm a man of the people, baby. Uh, that's right. That's right. So the one part about this game that I'm really looking forward to, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this, is not just our offensive line and how they handle things, but Tyron Smith against Nick Bosa. That is going to be one uh, super fight. 
It's going to be that's that's going to be one of the best. I mean, Boza, uh, he can he's an excellent pass rush. He finished the season with eighteen point five sacks. Uh, Tyron has, has struggled a little bit. Yeah, is he at ready the right for this tackle? And he played a little bit better last mm-hmm. week. But Boza is a different level. He's in that top five percent where he's a game changer. He is the heartbeat of this team with many guys that have the sprinkling sauce of. Uh, of uh, Michael Parsons, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That intensity. He's full-time intensity. Uh, you cannot relax on him. You cannot take a playoff because he's coming. That is that is uh, the number one matchup for me Yeah. Uh, in, in, in this game because if he can affect this game because they have the ability with their other guys, uh, Armstead uh, and Greenlaw and uh, – and, uh, Ken and Ken Law, these guys can beat other guys one on one. That that is a, always a fear factor when you have a stud like Nick Bosa doing what he does and he can take over games, but you have other guys that can take advantage of the one on one situations. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. Jess, your thoughts, babe? Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You always talk about having a game wrecker. And we know what that's like to have a guy like Micah Parsons on our defense who can wreck up a game plan and himself. And Nick, Nick Bosa is in that same elk of he don't need much to wreck a game. Like he's that skilled. He's that good where him by himself, he, he is, we talk about him. Bosa is him. He's the him of this defense for the 49ers. So it's going to be, it's going to be a clash of the Titans. I look forward to that. And for a guy like Tyron, one of those matches where you go back into the lab and you go, I know I have to be good. Like, I know self. Whatever that self is for Tyron Smith right now, um, and his age and his health and his change of position, he knows and understands that I'm going to have to be the very best version of that going up against Nick Bosa for this matchup. Because if he to create problems for the Cowboys offensively because, I mean, Nate said it, 18 and a half sacks. This guy is relentless. He has the drive and the want to to wreck you in the pass game, to wreck you in the run game. And, for you know, for Tyron, it's one of those, you know, um, dig down in the tooth. And you know that you may not have much left in your career, but you know that there's one more or two more matchups that you have to go and dig down go into that Rocky bag. I got to go into that eye the tiger bag and say, hey, listen, my career might be on the tail end of it, but can I muster up? Not can I. I must muster up enough energy, effort, attention to detail, strength, speed, whatever it is. Stand that constant barrage of Nick Bosa and that D'Amico Ryan's defense, how they're going to mix it up. And, and again, we're talking about Tyron Smith, future Hall of Famer, and on the trajectory that Nick Bosa is going on, talking about he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. In that matchup, Nick's going to win sometimes. Tyron's going to win sometimes. And the key. But, all going to but be what's about, the key? On the wins. You, 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 win you more often, I guess. Wins when they matter the most. Yeah. More often, third downs, you know, fourth downs, red zones, all yeah. those, when they matter the most, you got to be able to get the wins. How much would it affect, like, if, if Tyron can't, handle him one-on-one and they have to chip him with the tight end or the running back you know how how would that affect their passing routes their passing game if because 
Schultz had a huge game last week. Uh, Ferguson had a big catch. If those guys are stuck blocking, how much is that going to affect them? The, the, just two, go two tight ends. The, the way Dak executed, go two tight ends. If you have to give a guy help, go two tight ends. Because that, it, to me, is your most – that is your second matchup. How will our tight ends handle the blocking duties of the outside linebackers of the uh, – of the 49ers. They are a gap control, I will do my job at all costs type team. So our tight ends, uh, if on the field, can be very effective. And if they can give a nudge, because that's all Tyron need is a nudge, and get out and do some damage like that too, it makes them have to make a decision. What we have to do, and I think Jesse may agree, is we're going to have to be so good on offense to we take time of possession. They average in the playoffs, the one game, 32 minutes. Hmm. They During the season, they average 31 minutes and 54 seconds. San Francisco. So, yeah, they are very consistent in the time of possession game. Hmm. So, And I'm with you, Jess, uh, because I tell people uh, a lot of times it ain't that the sacks will kill you, it's when you get the sacks. Yeah. You look at the Seahawks, they were having a hell of a game. They came back on the 49ers and start putting pressure. But guess what happened? All of a sudden, uh, one of the linebackers, uh, Fred Warner came in, and I think think it was Fred Warner, I may be cheating him, came in and hit hit his hand on a pass, and and Nick recovered. So that changed the whole uh, way they started playing ball. And we have to do the same thing. We're going to have to score. And that means that going to have to be – He's going to have to pass. Yeah. He's going to have to throw this ball. And, and here's why. And, and, and Kellen Moore can help out this situation by doing what he did last week. So Kellen Moore and Dak, I thought they did a wonderful job in getting the ball out quick underneath. Because what happens is a pass rusher is, is the first thing is I, I have to not get behind the sticks on first down. Because a pass rusher's dream is for you to get to that third and seven and eight and plus. Right? They pin their air back, they come after you, and they come get you. What, what the Cowboys did so eloquently and so well last week was they stayed ahead of the chains on first down. They gave very, very manageable down the distance. But Dak. But Dak did. He wasn't it. trying to hold the ball. He wasn't trying to hold the ball and go down the field 15, <clears throat> 20, 40 yards. He said, nope, there's a guy right there five yards away. I'm going to give him the football. There's a guy right there eight yards away. I'm going to give him the football. And for a pass rusher, what that does, it frustrates him. Because come off so hard and aggressive and before you get past the corner after you've engaged the ball is gone and you do that over and over now he's like dang so now what does he do he kind of waits a little bit maybe try to jump up and get it or know the ball's coming out quick so he's a little bit hesitant on his rush and now you, you've kind of got him a little bit so you know for for, for kellen and dad by continuing the game plan you had last week with the ball out getting the ball out you know to the short distances not allowing Dak to be a Get the opportunity to, to drive past Tyron and drive Tyron in or push stun or whatever it is, and then create those turnovers, create that confusion, create that chaos in the backfield. So, uh, you know, I think I think Kellen and Dak could also help out Tyron Smith with dealing with that battle. And whether Bosa lines up on the left side or the right side, whether it's Tyler Smith or Tyron Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna need they're gonna need to rush. They're going to need whatever it takes. These are the games, and Jesse spoke on earlier, these are the games where uh, everything is elevated just one more step. Only the best 
keep going. You, you're not going to luck into no wins. Normally the better teams win in the playoffs. So this team here during the regular season gave up 77 yards a game rushing. Yeah, They gave up 104 this week against the Seattle Seahawks yeah. at 4.2% 4.2 yards a carry. Whereas during the regular season it was 77 and it was 3 something, 3-2 or 3-4. Yeah. So they, they they're good. Yeah. Playoff good and regular season that, good. That was gonna kinda be my d- next direction. We've been talking about the passing game, but can this all function if they don't get the running game going in, they don't have to run for two hundred yards. I mean it'd be nice if they did, but last week they did it, I thought, enough with the running game, hundred and twenty eight yards to to keep them a little bit honest. Can they is it vital that against this defense, against that front, that they have to get some kind of running game going? <laughs> If it, I don't see us winning, if what you, if they make us one dimensional, and we cannot run the ball, that gonna have to be very very meticulous, accurate in everything he does. He got to play almost a perfect game, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, because he will be under duress. Yeah, because th- these dudes, they are built. The, they got beautiful, uh, you know, men. Yeah. I mean, where their defense line, everybody's around 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, uh, lean, long arms, athletic. Uh, even the fat guys look pretty halfway decent. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, they want – they want to – they want to – they're going to do everything they can to stop the run. Yeah. They're going to be like – they look at Tony Pollard last week, even though we had the box full. The box was full the majority of the time against us. But Kellum was hitting them on the edges. Yeah. Even with Zeke, he was trying to hit on the edges outside the guards. And uh, and it worked. Yeah. Uh, they're going to see that, and they're not going. They got. They 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 ain't going to stand for it. Are, are you surprised that even though, and Jesse, you can jump in here. I'm not sure if we got you connected or not, but um, are you surprised that? I mean, last week Pollard had I think had nearly five yards of carry, maybe a little over five yards five, of carry. Two. Yeah, and Zeke was like two yards yeah, of two carry. carry. Yes. Yet they're still almost even on carries. Pollard had 15. Zeke had 13. It, are we at a point now where, I mean, you got to Pollard. Should, it shouldn't be a fifty-fifty split. It should be like seventy-five twenty-five Pollard, that kind of thing. And it just depends on how the game went. Hmm. The game allowed them to stay in that right there. But when in playoff mode, you always hear me say, I, "I'm about I'm who's who's the dog." Who and, and Zeke is a dog in all aspects. But I have to have somebody in there the majority of the time that can give me a chance to make a play. Tony Pollard gives us the bigger chance to make a bigger play. He doesn't fumble, so we don't have to worry about that. His uh, pass blocking has gotten much better, so we don't have to worry about that. So if he does have to push it to the limit, and I think 25 touches is his limit. You know, you don't want to beat him past that if you don't have to. So if he go 25 to Zeke 12 – who cares? Yeah. Because we know five or six of those plays can easily be anywhere from 10, 10, to, uh, 10 to 15 yards easy. Right. So I'm with you. And that's how I feel about uh, C.D. Lamb, and that's how I feel about Schultz. It's, it's time to get the ball to your playmakers. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if we throw in, if we into guys uh, that's the third and fourth and fifth receiver – that means we either had a terrible day or we doing something real special. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of thinking too. Is that I mean, 
Zeke is is loved around here. He's obviously a good oh, presence in the locker yes. room. But you're at a point now where your is, best back needs to be getting the ball. Yeah, yeah. You see, the, the the thing that people don't understand what has happened is now due to both of these guys being good teammates, they are both fresh, yeah. ultra ultra fresh. Yeah. Zeke took a pounding. He took the pounding inside to keep them honest. And, and, and my man Tony was outside, and he looked it fresh. Yeah. But I promise you, if you get that ball to Tony starting next year, let him average 22 touches a game, when we get to the end of the year, you'll be like, man, what's wrong with Tony? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because some games you're going to have to give him more than – like I tell people, some games you're going to have to give Tony more than 17 touches. Yeah. You're going to have to give him 20, 22. So you don't want to start out 22, 22, 22, then – Four or five games, we got to hit him up to 25, 30. Yeah, you want to fresh at the end. Oh, yeah, man. This is a great situation we have. What we have to hope for and what we have, is what we saw last week with our offensive line, they're going to have to step that up one more notch. And, and, if, and if our offensive line is doing well, Zeke will still come out of the game probably with 3.5 at, at, at his best, mm-hmm. and, and Tony Pollard will be still around at five. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what you want. You know, and if we come out with 110, 115, you know, about 25, 30 carries, and Dak can can pepper yeah. it up for about 34, 38 uh, throws, yes. Yeah, yeah. They, yes. Need a, they don't need to dominate in the running game, but they need a running game to, yes, sir. to balance it out yes, sir. to keep them a little bit honest there. All right. Oh, go ahead. I didn't know you were back. He froze on us. You there, Jesse? Yeah. I think he froze. He All froze right, we got to go sorry. anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorry we got to go that, anyway. Jeff. Hopefully tomorrow Jesse can get out of the hut and find something that maybe have better wife. Yeah, set so. it on top of your head, Jesse. <laughs> Put it on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Chris, thank you very much for uh, all you did, getting computer on, getting Jesse hooked up and uh, tweaking the dials back there. Audio Jazz, appreciate all you do. Thank you, Audio. Brother Will, Brother Willie, Brother William. <laughs> Willie! Thank you. Yeah. All you do up there. Nate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All right, Jess, boom, we, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And all you fans out there, thank you very much for tuning in. Now I got to go well. do something for Caden Gates. But is, our producer, our shows over there will never stop. Oh, they keep wow. you busy. They keep you busy. Yeah, Ten, but they, $10 uh, at a time, it add up. Uh, they, they won't, they, they make, that's why they're making me do it because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again. Jess, or, uh, Nate and I for sure, Jesse, hopefully. Um, until then, we are hanging with the boys. Get out, out that hut. Get out that hut. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?